KINY, where you don't miss a thing. Time once again for Capital Chat, and I have some friends of the show in here today. They've both been in here multiple times, but now they're here teaming up together for a really cool event. I'm happy to welcome back Melissa McCormick. She is president of Find Your Fire, and I have Shauna Sullivan here, too. She is the board president of the Foundation for End of Life. So those are two very unique organizations dealing with two kind of similar things. So I guess, how did you two come together for something like this? Because we're all here for the We All Grieve event. It's a public event that's happening Friday, October 7th. So tell me about this, you two. Yeah, I think the inspiration for this was just behind um, knowing that it's really difficult when kids are going through loss and dealing with grief. We just really don't know always how to support them. And in our community, it's actually can be challenging to find resources or experts if you want counseling support. You know, our counselors are are busy and full. And um, so... I was inspired to look for this because of um, my loss and my children's losses, but to find someone and ways ways that you can support children when they're dealing with emotions that um, maybe they don't know how to deal with. Well, and I like that we talk about mental health, and I know, Melissa, we've had you in here and talked about this a lot, especially what these kids have gone through the past couple years and things like that, and, you know, grief counseling and mental health is something that's coming to the forefront, and it needs to be more in schools, and that's something that this is kind of promoting and how to deal with grief and all that, so... It's a really cool event, so let's dive into all the different things going on because it's going to help children, it's going to help teens and young adults, talking about self-care, all important things that definitely need to be talked about. So let's dive into this, Melissa. So um, the event on October 7th will be at Thunder Mountain High School uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. So those are just kind of the background logistics. Um, We're going to be talking about um, helping children through grief. We're going to be talking about teens and young adults through grief and as well as some self-care options. So um, when I talk to teens, and that's a lot of who I, I work with, Um, They kind of come with their own set of um, unique considerations when it comes to grief. Um, Some don't want to talk about it at all. Um, Some kind of put it aside. There's there's usually some behaviors that are that might be happening. um, And I try to tell them, you know, a range of emotions is normal. Um, I like. Shauna have also uh, been through loss. I lost my son. So it is a tough subject that we don't really want to talk about. And when I was going through it, I had two teenagers as well. So I kind of know what the the telling signs are. Um, They have sometimes a loss of appetite. They've got um, some anger, potentially. They're sometimes angry at the person that passed away. Um, And then they feel guilty for being angry. Um, A lot of these are also some of the things that we deal with when we're going through grief. Um, Sometimes they're more at risk for self-harm, some alcohol, substance abuse, withdrawal from activities, those kinds of things, um, lashing out at others. So, again, when when we're talking about teens, they kind of come with their own set of unique considerations. And so it's important that we acknowledge that grief and that we acknowledge their thoughts and feelings and validate those feelings. A lost one can't be replaced. Um, There isn't anyone or anything that will fill that void. So uh, grief can be very lonely. It's it's isolating, um, and losing someone is a journey. So we try to validate those feelings of loss when we're talking with our adolescents. So um, we try to encourage self-care. We do some journaling. We do some art projects. so those are just some of the things that we that we'll touch on on uh, in our series tomorrow or tomorrow. Yes, and and we do we want it to be interactive because 
kids don't always want to talk, but this is more about how to support kids again. And so we're bringing in Erin Mathis, who has been in the field for 17 years, and she lives right next door. She's coming from Sitka, but she has a background in art therapy. She's a licensed uh, professional counselor, and uh, she has a degree in thanatology, so specifically dealing with end of life or, or grief around death. But she's, I'm, I'm bringing these two together, Melissa and Erin, and I'm really excited to have them in this environment where they can be at the schools helping people help children. And so Erin's focus is very much interactive. How, what are activities and ways that you can acknowledge a kid's process without necessarily making them sit down and talk? So, Well, and those are important questions, you know. How do you start a conversation with a youth or teen that are going through something? And maybe, you know, you can't relate to them as a parent, but, you know, you got to find ways to do that. And it sounds like this is going to help take steps to do that. Sure. Sure. And oftentimes uh, we also encourage peer group and peer group support, too, because oftentimes kids don't want to talk to us, um, but they will talk to a peer or a friend or a coach or or a dance instructor coach or um, basketball coach or something like that. So just kind of providing them those resources that they may or may not have already in place. Yeah. And knowing the timing of sometimes kids, like, again, I keep going back to sometimes it's not about talking. It's about recognizing the signs of of what they're going through. And honestly, it's not always about end of life. We've all been through a lot of loss recently. And and kids, particularly right now, over the last couple of years, coming back from what we've all experienced, um, they're, they're coming back to school having missed out on things. And, you know, so grief comes in a lot of different ways. And we just want to figure out how to recognize that. So this is a public event, right? And I think it's important to note this is for parents too, not just for kids, because this is going to help parents be able to kind of relate to their kids and be able to start some of these conversations. So I guess walk me through this, Melissa, because this isn't just one event. It kind of spans into some other things, too. Sure. Uh, So so Find Your Fire supports a lot of unique um, opportunities for kids and young adults to kind of get together and supporting parents as well. So we also have another event. um, Of course, we're focusing today on this one, but we also have another event next week, which is on Tuesday uh, evening from 6 to 8 p.m., also at Thunder Mountain High School in the auditorium, and it is a um, film. It's going to be a free event, as is this one. It's called Screenagers. It's the screening of the movie Screenagers, the next chapter. And it's put together by filmmaker Delaney Rustin, who is a physical doctor. And it's um, talking about some of the conversations around mental health, about screens and how they are, you know, not only helping, but also hindering some of the things uh, that our kids are seeing on social media. Uh, one of the things that we di- get kind of get into discussion about is screen time. And when I've um, taken a poll across the kids here in Juneau at, you know, um, at both high school or all three high schools actually, and some of the middle schools, is I ask them what time they put their phones away at night. And some of them will say, "Oh, you know, I just plug it in and I put it down," you know, at around 10 o'clock. Some are on their phones every time they get a notification, so they're getting on average in Juno, three to four hours of sleep at night, which is not healthy. No, oh my and gosh. It's because they hear that little ping or they're, you know, and so what we used to do, of course, and you know, this is hard to do in your family, but we used to take the kids' phones away at night and plug them in upstairs. And sometimes that's not an option for, for your family. And so you need to kind of work out what's best for your family. Um, but at the same time, um, we also need to recognize that technology can be very helpful in our daily lives. 
I, for one, like to know where my kids are, so the Find Your iPhone app is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> it really since, is. <laughs> especially since they live down south now, and I can be like, huh, uh, let's see, Eric is at the beach, and she's, you know. <laughs> Closest thing you can get chip in them. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like that. So had, had, you know, had my parents known where I was on some occasions, I probably would have been in a lot more trouble. But anyway, so, so we're going to just be t- discussing some of those things. It's a really great, it's a great movie, and it really di- dives more into mental health and what these kids are feeling and um, everyone has a unique situation so it's just interesting to see kind of um, how we can empower the kids in this digital age. No, no, it's so true. And that's going to be coming up on Tuesday, but it's all going to begin on Friday, October 7th with the We All Grieve event. It's helping children through grief, helping teens and young adults through grief, and self-care as we help others through grief too. So this is a two-hour event, so why don't we kind of just walk people through what they can expect in these two hours. Lots of of information. Who's going to take it? Who's going to take it? You can start and then I'll finish. Okay. So we're going to open in the auditorium at Thunder Mountain. And we're just going to start with talking about our foundation, the Foundation for End of Life Care, and actually announce um, a new fund at the hospital that is named in honor of Bob Urata, the hospice education that's connected to all of all of this but particularly with our foundation and then we're going to introduce our guests and really it's about um, having that expert voice for those of us who don't have direct access to counselors so we're going to introduce Aaron Mathis and Melissa McCormick and then we're going to invite people to choose one of two tracks so they're going to either go with Aaron and have a little conversation with Aaron and and go through her activities or they're going to go with Melissa and all the resources that we cover we're going to share on our website which is on the community calendars and in social media but um, it's it's going to be low tech actually because we are kind of trying to say okay let's let's get off the screens and get face to face for the first time in a long time Hmm. so it's going to be very low tech very simple and conversational casual but really a chance for people to be face to face and talk one on one with experts we're looking for you know, adults and parents and educators. We have another actually um, workshop Aaron's going to do Saturday morning at Bartlett Hospital for medical providers to also recognize signs of grief. So, um, that's it's pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, I like that they have options too based on what they want to focus on as well. So, Melissa, let's remind everybody about this event one more time as we're closing this thing out. Sure. So, the We All Grieve event is a public event and it is tomorrow night, Friday evening, October 7th at the Thunder Mountain High School Auditorium from 6 to 8 p.m. Um, and we will be discussing helping children through grief, helping teens and young adults through grief, as well as some self care options. Check it out. That is a public event for parents and children. It's at Thunder Mountain High School tomorrow, Friday, October 7th, 6 to 8 p.m. I want to thank Melissa McCormick, president of Finder Fire, for coming in here today, and Shauna Sullivan, board president for the Foundation of End of Life. Thank you two for coming in, and you know you're always welcome in here when you have events. Great. We appreciate thank it. You. Thank you so much. Remember, you can listen to past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.